and welcome back to the What Is Life Dude podcast. My name is Eric. My name's Sarah. At what point did you stop saying the episode number? We gave up. Yeah, I don't know. At some point, I think you said you were like, What's the point? I don't think we need to say the name of the episode every time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess that's true. All right. All it right. really was unnecessary. <laughs> but quite a while ago, maybe 15 episodes or so. Nice. But anyway, how are you? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, you know, I'm I'm chugging along. You're thriving. <laughs> That's not the same as chugging along. <laughs> Decidedly <not>. different. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So what's been what's been going on with us? What's been cooking? Let's let's what's cooking in the kitchen of our lives? Oh. Well, a you lot. know, a lot, truly. So Sarah's been working nonstop on her blog. On videos, on recipes. I had a brand collaboration due this week that um, it it (laughs) it was a lot. It was a lot of uh, a lot went into that video and the blog post associated with it. So I I think I spent like twelve to fourteen hours working straight one day, and then much of the next day, and didn't really sleep that much in between. So that day you. You worked, you filmed and cooked, and also, well, the reason it's been a lot more work for Sarah is because she's not just filming videos or testing recipes, she's doing both at the same time. So when you're filming a video and you're also trying to make it a recipe for the blog, you have to measure every single thing out, right? You can't just like wing it. Which is how I normally cook. you You actually have to like write a recipe, which makes it way more involved. So you worked your ass off for like an entire day filming this thing. And then at 1230 in the morning that night, I took all the footage you you filmed and the voiceover you recorded and edited the video together yeah. while you did the blog post. It was a great help. It was a crazy day. I'm glad to have it behind me. And I, you know, especially since I'm, I work from home, but also because of the whole pandemic situation, it especially... It feels as if all the days blur together. And yet, somehow, I still... The weekend still feels special to me. Do you know what... Maybe it's because yeah. brands that I work with, like, don't check their emails or send new emails on the weekend. So I feel like that relief. I don't need to check my email all the time. It's like a societal thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we've both we've both worked out of the house working for someone else's jobs where weekends were a thing. You know, I mean, Chris and Jasmine from Sweet Simple Vegan have said that they try to take weekends off so mm-hmm. they feel normal and they don't feel like they're going crazy from working constantly. But, you know, so that's that's one thing. Right. We've we've been working on some music. Oh, yes. Our first original song. Our actual our first actually original song. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say the name of it? Sure. Are you sure? You know, if wait, I guess that episode was deleted, but first first generation of What Is Life Dude, I actually mentioned the song. Really? Yeah. What? I, I talked about it the weekend I finished the lyrics, I think. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So the song is called Flipside, mm-hmm. and Sarah has these beautiful lyrics, and she had kind of some chords, and she gave it to me, and I... I arranged it. He did his Eric magic. I Eric'd it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try some vocals with it. And it's just like, it's so cool. 
Yeah. It's like pretty simple, but it's really beautiful. And it's very much Sarah and Eric together mm-hmm. in a song. Yes. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah. I think we're gradually honing our our working together process, you know? Absolutely. Because it has not come without its challenges. That's definitely true. And that's going to be part of the topic of today's, I was going to say today's video. <laughs> I'm such a YouTuber. Uh, today's episode. Um, well, while we're on the topic of music, yesterday, well, last, last Thursday for when you're listening, um, I released my throwback Thursday video for last week and it was Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy and Sarah sang on it with me and we actually recorded the whole song and filmed the entire video for it even though we just put a snippet up last week but we're gonna put uh, the full version out on the streaming platform and YouTube Mm -hmm. in a few weeks Mm -hmm. and that's also really exciting. Yeah I've been excited for this one. I I never listened to any of this genre of music when it was uh actually what what's the word i'm looking for when it was contemporary yeah yeah when it was actually coming out i wasn't really allowed to listen to that kind of music the rock and roll yeah did your parents think it was the devil's music (laughs) i don't think they'd say that i think that i don't know just a lot of pop music was off limits to me yeah or at least it wasn't encouraged um i hear it on the bus and stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on the school bus but i i wasn't familiar with that music growing up and I don't, I don't know why I discovered, rediscovered the song like very recently, but I did and I started listening to it a lot. Why did that happen? I, I remember that. We were yeah. like, we somehow started talking about it and listening to it a yeah. lot. And then I was like, it should be a throwback Thursday. You're like, don't do it without me. I want to sing it. Don't do it without me. And I was <laughs> right. like, okay. And then we did. Yeah. It came out great. I'm, I'm pleased with it. That um, being said, we're going to redo it. <laughs> Sarah wants to redo some of the vocals. Totally fine. <sighs> yeah. So another thing we've been doing is something we've not been doing, which is sleeping. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Which goes along with the working thing. Yeah. I don't know what's been wrong with us. We've been... (sighs) I haven't been working any harder than usual. Just you. I think that I I just affect you. Yeah. We just get into bed every night late and we can't fall asleep. Yeah. Constantly. It's it's um, a blessing and a curse for me because I would like to sleep, but also I seem to come up with a lot of good creative ideas when I can't sleep. And I've written a lot of lyrics recently mm-hmm. that I'm excited to hand over to you at some point. I'm excited too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it is a blessing and a curse. Yes. Um, okay, last, last update thing. <laughs> so we don't want to live in Colorado anymore, as we've talked about. We want to move. We don't know where. <laughs> Or when. And it's been hard. because Well, ideally, we were going to leave Colorado at the end of our lease in October. But given the state of the world and the difficulty associated with traveling now, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we haven't really been able to visit any of our prospective places. Uh, new home right locations? we wanted to we wanted to visit austin we we want to visit the pacific northwest like yeah. portland seattle um we have friends there and so like that's on the that's on the list kind of the pnw right but we i've never been there so we obviously can't decide like yes oh let's move here because i've never been there yeah so we got to figure out <clears throat> well we got to figure out how we can <laughs> that was weird we got to figure out how we can visit well, we'll visit later, you when know, we're, after all of this is blown over. When we're allowed. Or partially blown over. I have fam- I have a lot of family in, in Washington State, and I've been there a handful of times. And it's funny because my dad 
left that he grew up there he was born in spokane and he left there pretty much as soon as he was able to i think he lived in utah for a while and then he ended up in california where he met my mom and he said that he left the pnw because he couldn't handle the the cloudy weather because Mm. he also had depression and it affected his mood so I think for in my mind I've all in my mind I'm going, going to Carolina. To PNW. <laughs> in my mind I, I I've always I, I've kind of ruled it out I guess automatically just because my dad said that he had that experience with it and we are similar people but I've been thinking more about it lately and you know everyone says Colorado is like the sunniest place you can live right bullshit. It, it really, you know... <laughs> it's, it's not bullshit. It's just, like, people say, the thing with Colorado is, they say, 300 days of sunshine. Right. What that really means is 300 days out of the year, it's kind of sunny <laughs> at some point. Right. Which is, it's not the same as 300 sunny days. Uh, yeah. Right? It, it, it's, it's fine, you know. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's delightful. But, you know, I'm I'm personally ready to move on i need some moisture in my life i need some moistitude i could use i could go for some moisture (laughs) it's too dry here that's not really the reason we're leaving but no i mean it definitely adds to like (laughs) i've I've learned that while running running for a lot of reasons is easier in the dry weather but it's also better in the humidity for some reasons too like the whole dry throat nose thing while you're (laughs) trying to run it's it's just yeah wait you know, I, Sorry for that disgusting <laughs> noise I just made off mic. Well, I would say probably the main reason I would like to move is that it's like fairly expensive to live in Colorado, which if you guys live in California, you would disagree. And at first, <laughs> I also disagreed. When I first moved here, I was like, damn, it's much cheaper here. But it's fairly expensive compared to a lot of other places in the country. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't feel that our lifestyle necessarily justifies it because, like, I think we've mentioned before, we're not really uh, a lot of people love being in Colorado because it's of its proximity to the mountains and ski locations. And we don't do any snow sports. We are occasional hikers, but, you know, we can hike in in the lush Oh, wooded That's all I want. areas of the Pacific Northwest, too. Well, I start the first time I ever hiked. Hoke? The first time I ever hoke. <laughs> You're just... There was no reason for you. No, there absolutely no not. reason for that. I'm sitting on the couch today during the during today's episode, and I'm a whole different person on the couch. Apparently, I'm comfortable. But <laughs> I started hiking in upstate New York when I was in college, so like I was in lush forests there, forests and everything. So like, yes, hiking in Colorado is cool, but like, from what I gather from the Pacific Northwest, it's just like wet lush greenery everywhere it's probably not everywhere but yeah that's what i get and that's kind of what i'm into and And we don't like snow either you know the snow i'm fucking over it it's been 25 years of snow i lived in new york then i lived in upstate new york and now i fucking live here and there's snow everywhere and i'm i'm sick i'm sick of it (laughs) you know everywhere is a little bit of an exaggeration but that's true it does snow and um I, i would love to go camping in just like a nice green forest with like a damp, just a damp air about it, yeah. physically and mm-hmm. uh, spiritually. <laughs> so camping leads us into the topic of today's episode. 
But before we do that, we want to thank our ah, monthly yes. donators, our monthly supporters, contributors, donators through Anchor, where we host our podcast. These are people who donate every month to the podcast, a, a, any amount, and <laughs> their names are Inga Pfeiffer, Alex May, Kevin Dooley, Whitney Knowles, and Karen Burchett. Whitney, I'm sorry I said your name like that. Whitney. Whitney. I hope you like it. I loved it. So thank you so much for your monthly donation. It makes the podcast easier to make for a multitude of reasons. And if you are an avid listener of the What Is Life Dude podcast, you can also donate. There's a link in the description of the pod. It's through Anchor. Oh, yes. So thank you. Thank you. Okay, so today's topic, camping. Well, camping's not... <laughs> camping is the reason this topic came You know, camping. Today. Yeah. Camping is the reason we're here. And that's because, as if you follow either of us on Instagram, at the Eric Ames, at the Sarah Sullivan, you... Smooth. I just shouted out our Instagram, so that was smooth. lame. If you follow us on Instagram, you will know that I recently got a new tent. Sarah and I have gone camping what but a handful four times times? maybe yeah and what two years ago when i got all my camping gear when i I was like oh we live in colorado we're gonna (sighs) go camping camping's awesome i've never done it but it's awesome well i had never done it i wanted to get light camping gear so i could stuff it away in a backpack and like backpack and at least have the opportunity to backpack right to like hike in right to like put all the stuff in the car get it on your backpack, park somewhere, and then hike to where you're going to camp, right? Mm. And then I realized I never want to do that (laughs) because car camping is just too, it's just too great. I have a a big SUV. I can put literally anything I want in there and we can just put it in the tent. There's no reason to not go for extreme comfort. And we learned that by camping four or five times last year or in the year before. So we've never, we've never slept well while camping. We had a small tent. I had a sleeping bag that was, have we talked about this? You know, it, it, it all blurs. Let me just, I had a scout sized sleeping bag. Okay. This is a running joke between Sarah and I, but let me just give you the quick gist because it's worth it. Two years ago when I was going, finding hiking or camping gear online, I saw this five star rated sleeping bag they had a scout size which is for children (laughs) aka scouts and they had an adult size as well so the scout size was sixty dollars and the adult size was eighty dollars so any normal person gets the adult size because i'm an adult man (laughs) right well that's where you're wrong bucko all right because I saw that the scout size was 75 inches long. Now, I believe that's like six foot three inches, six foot, it's something like that. Yeah, six foot three inches. So I was like, I'm way smaller than that. I'm only like five, seven. So I got it. Bucko, you're too big for the sleeping bag. I don't fit in it. And I was like, I think it's fine. It wasn't until a year later when I went camping with my friend and I slept in Sarah's bright pink sleeping bag, which is made for an adult woman. I fit perfectly in it and slept the best I've ever had while camping. So this year I'm like, I'm so stupid. I got the scout size to save $20 and it's ruined my camping experience so far. So I bought for this year, 
I bought a new one. It's going to be here literally within the hour, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So that's the story of the scout size sleeping bag. I am a moron. I am cheap. And I save $20 for nothing. So fast forward to now. Got a bunch of new camping gear. Way more comfortability. Upgraded the tent. Upgraded the tent. It's huge. It could fit. It could fit three of us. Very excited. So we planned a camping trip for this upcoming weekend with our friends. And then we realized it's Memorial Day, <laughs> which means everyone is, it's like the first weekend in Colorado where everyone's going to go camping. Yes. So it's been stressful. So this leads us, this, this was the impetus for the topic of the episode. I'm going to take a sip of my drink. What? Okay. Well, here's the thing. Eric is the one who, listen, I don't like camping. I'll just put it out there, people. I don't like it. I didn't grow up doing it. And I like being comfortable. And I like being warm. And camping is none of those things. You know, I do like eating a lot of camping snacks. However, I like sitting around a fire, you know. I like all that stuff. Which we can't do this weekend. Oh, yes. There's a fire ban in effect. Um, (laughs) This is awesome. So anytime we've gone camping or anytime there's any sort of hike in, in on our horizon, Eric's the one who plans all that. And I'm just like, just let me know and I'll, I'll be there. Um, <laughs> is that two James Taylor references in, in one? I think it is. Delightful. Um, <laughs> so what was I saying? So Eric's Something been, about fire Eric has been orchestra. <laughs> Eric has been orchestrating this, this camping trip with our friends who are, um, I don't want to say unreliable, but uh, they like to go with the flow. They're very like... Capricious. Capricious. Yeah. <laughs> the word I would use is skater boys. Yeah. Like they, they're both from like the skater snowboarder like community. And they just like, they call it like, uh, what do they call it? Something like skater time or something. Like they're an hour late to everything. It's just how they are. Like the uh. skateboarders are just like that. So And they're proud of it. <laughs> yeah, and it's the opposite of me and it pisses me off and it always has. Mm. So yeah, they just like kind of go with the flow and whatever, whatever, whatever ends up happening is fine. Oh, yes. You know, which is great that they're like that. But I am absolutely not like that. And I need a plan and I need... I need to know what's happening, mm-hmm. right? Especially when it's something like camping. I never grew up camping. I like the idea of camping. I have not really had that much fun camping yet. But now that we have a big ass tent and I have a sleeping bag that a sleeping bag that fits an adult man, not a child, <laughs> I think I'm gonna like it more. Okay. So we were having this conversation with our friends about this weekend. We're like, we can't reserve any campgrounds because we, don't, we really don't need to go into all of the details. Okay, stop me. Good, <laughs> please stop me. Do you like how some episodes were just off the rails? I love it. Uh, yeah. This is just one of those weird episodes. I'm, I'm so into it. Uh, yeah. The point is Eric has for over like for roughly 40, no, like since for days, he's been trying to nail in the details about this camping trip with these boys and um we've gotten nowhere and eric's getting increasingly frustrated which is in turn frustrating me because i'm like i don't even want to go to begin with and now you're angry and you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know pretzels should we tell that story (laughs) my god at some point okay so 
How does this equate to, not equate, but how does this relate to like our differing personalities? You just, (laughs) before we started recording, you described it pretty well. Right. So we got in this little tiff earlier because Eric's like going back and forth with these guys over text. Actually, he he decided to start bypassing them and talk to one of their girlfriends who is responsive and uh, because women. Yes. Um, (laughs) And it was so much. She's like, I'm here for you. They're both stupid. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So Eric's updating me every step, every little new development, which later gets overwritten by a different development. Eric's updating me and I'm like, listen. It's so difficult right now, especially given like the fire ban situation and the fact that a lot of uh, campgrounds are still closed and for the, mm-hmm. se- you know, yeah. and uh, it's also Memorial Day weekend and all of that. Uh, so I'm like, listen, it's it's hard. And also, this is the first opportunity we've had to go camping since you just got your new tent. And um, we can literally go camping whenever. All summer. Whenever. Also. <laughs> so. It, it kind of just brought to light how I'm very much, when I want something or want to do something, I do it immediately, post haste, <laughs> right? So, like with the tent, I was like, okay, we can we can start camping now. It's late May. I don't want this tent. And literally within two days, I had He's sold- referring to his old little backpacking tent. Yeah. Within two days, I had sold my old tent and bought a new one. And I was like, I, I did a bunch of research. This is what I want. I don't want this. I found a friend to sell it to. Boom. I'm actually, I actually sold it to one of the friends we're camping with. So they're going <laughs> to be sleeping in it. <laughs> and that's just, I, I've, as far as I can remember, I've always been like that. And mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. are not the same way. No, I'm, I don't want to say I'm the opposite because I also, I don't know. Well, it's not that I'm like reckless. I always I do the research and everything, but once I get the idea in my head, I just go. I would say that your delay of gratification is abilities are low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas you would rather wait for. I have the I'm the opposite, basically, uh, and either extreme is not necessarily good. Each each approach has its. It's benefits and it's drawbacks. Well, what's your approach? I need to think about things for so long and like really marinate in the idea <laughs> of this, uh, of the changes, whatever they are. You know, like everything from like, what t-shirt am I going to buy? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I've been trying to find Eric the perfect white t-shirt. Man, I've been doing so much research. I've been reading just like reviews and reviews and reviews, which is honestly annoying because men don't leave good reviews whereas like if i'm looking for a piece of clothing for myself women are so thorough they're like the seams here and yeah here, really blah blah and the, and the men are just like good shirt comfortable very nice <laughs> white and sometimes they're the, like a mom will leave a review for a, a, an article of clothing she bought for her son or husband my you know? son loved it <laughs> he spilled spaghetti on it on day three but he still loved it yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I just do massive amounts of research, and then I and then before uh, making any decisions, even after doing the research, even after I'm pretty sure that I've reached a decision, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna just step away from this for a day or several, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then we'll reevaluate. You know. Yep. 
Whereas ev- everything I own, just like looking at my little studio setup, it was like, oh, I remember when I bought all of these things because I was like, I'm buying that right <laughs> now. See, but I don't, it, it's weird because I don't just like, you know, some people are like, I want that. I don't care about my credit card. I'll figure it out. I'm buying it. I'm always like considering costs and everything. But once I know it's feasible, but it's it's not just, like I said, it's not just with buying stuff. Like with the camping, I'm like, we're going to camp. And Sarah's like, well, why don't we just wait until like the perfect weekend? You know, like we can book something in advance. We can make sure we have a spot. And I'm like, because I want to go now. <laughs> and it's kind of, we haven't, like you said earlier, we haven't completely figured out how to navigate it perfectly, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful thing in a relationship. Because we will eventually, <laughs> and we're working on it, you know. But has it like, has it caused? We haven't had any major problems in our relationship. But um, you know, no, no, we haven't. We haven't. Uh, I think it it's just made it hard because we have always wanted. Well, not always, but for the last you know several months, we've been trying to find a way that we can work together, mm-hmm. like work, like as in make income together whether I'm looping him into my business or we're creating music together. And it shows up most there, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and with that, it's like with working together, it's taken. Okay. So like I mentioned a few minutes ago, you know, you worked all day on shooting that video and then I just took it and edited it right. Like late at night. And that was the first time we were like, wow, that was that worked. That just worked yeah so perfectly yeah you know like you shot everything gave it to me the hour i spent editing it you spent recording a voiceover for it Mm -hmm. and then when you were done you gave me the voiceover i i finished editing it by putting the voiceover and it was just like the flow just worked yeah and it was kind of the first time there was no like we're weird with each other we're annoyed at each other Mm -hmm. you know it's it's sarah's business there's sarah's videos it's sarah's content so for her to like get me in on it and like hand stuff off is i'm sure everyone listening can relate in some way mm-hmm. like it's her baby you know yeah. so it's hard to just bring someone else even me into it and say yeah just do it uh-huh, uh-huh. right because it has to be done a certain way right well i would yeah so i think we've talked about this in in not too uh, in kind of recent episodes as we've been trying to figure out how to make music together Eric's very much like, oh, I have this concept. I'm going to pick it up and go. I'm just going to run with it and I'm going to build off of it and I'm going to do it obsessively for like a couple of hours and here's the thing. What do you think about it? And I'm like, it, it takes me so long to write the lyrics to a song. And even after I finish them, I'll, I'll just keep on changing them and changing them and changing them. It's like uh, Sugar, We're Going Down. It's like that would have been done immediately after we conceived of the idea if you had been in charge of it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, no, I, I don't feel like I'm going to sound good today. I, I just have all these conditions I need to, to proceed. And then I'm very self-critical. And on the one hand, I think, like, I'm very, very proud that I have, I do have very high standards. Um, and I, I'm glad about that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, um, you know, it comes at the expense sometimes of taking initiative. And it's funny until... I, we started like working on stuff together. I always thought I was a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing how you worked, especially with music. And I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm not the perfectionist. 
<laughs> right? Because I always thought I was, but you really pointed out to me that. Well, you are compared to some people. You know, it's just a matter of degrees. Yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. like a. It's all scale, right? Everything uh-huh. is. But it's like you've noted so many times that I just like record stuff and get it done. Yeah. And like I want to post it. I want people to hear it as quickly as possible. Right. Right. And and that's why this is part of the conversation. It's like I want to go camping as soon as possible i want to i want to do it let's do it this weekend i want this piece of gear i'm going to figure out a way to sell something else so i can afford the new piece of gear yeah and it's this it's the same mindset where like i want to record it yep sounds good to me post it Mm. and you're like no it has to be perfect i want to do it 20 million times until i think (laughs) it's perfect and then we can post it and i think i'm just realizing this now i think that's what makes me so suited to do the freelance work that I do now. Yeah. Because like, if you're like a true perfectionist, Mm. your clients are going to hate you. Yes. Because it's going to take forever. Yeah. So I'm just like, I record something. I remember a few months ago, you were like, you you delivered that to the client already? (laughs) You're like, did you even listen to it? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I listened to it a a bunch of times, but like, sounds Mm -hmm. fine. They're going to love it. And, yeah. for the, and for the most part, when someone wants a theme song for their podcast, they're not going to be like, oh, will you change the compression on the drums? Mm. Like, no, they're going to be like, that sounds fine. Yeah. So, and, and, I've, and I've realized that. Yeah. So that's what makes it so suitable for me because I can just like pump them out. Like, mm-hmm. here you go, here you go, here you go. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about that till now. Oh, I definitely have. Like, I've, I've always been like very shocked by how quickly you can turn a project around. Um, I admire it. i'm not the same um i think like you have like very high standards in a different way that i do and i think the fact like my standards i think kind of stem me taking so long to make decisions i think it kind of stems from this like place of uh insecurity maybe i think i just never feel like what i'm doing is good enough and in turn, like I project that onto other people as well. Like I assume that if I think something would be difficult for me to, to do well, that it would be just as hard or harder for someone else. And it's very hard for me to hand off work to someone else because mm-hmm. um, I just I just don't I don't trust people. And I know I should. But um, yeah. And that's and that's where like the sliding scale, the degrees of perfectionism yeah. come in again, because like when you say that I'm the same way. Like to, hand, I, I, to, hand, to delegate work to other people? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I want to collaborate with my buddy back in New York on a musical project. But you want to produce it? Yeah. I'm going to ask him, like, I know you're, you also produce stuff, but like, I want to produce it. Yeah. Because I want it to sound the way I want it to sound. Uh. So it's like, I'm not just like, oh yeah, just get it out there. You know, I'm sure you'll make it sound good. I'm like, no, I want it done the way I want it done. Mm-hmm. But I also want to do it fast. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I feel like you can't have both, but I guess, I guess um. you can land somewhere in the middle but I, the reason i thought of like that is because you were talking about freelance work and i was like you know even if i wanted a theme song i would never you know i would have you do it maybe but i would never be able it would be very hard for me to find a freelance uh musician and trust them to give me what i have envisioned did you know what i mean whereas a lot of people who have commissioned work from you they give you like a little bit of a like a, an idea or a concept or sometimes they give all. you yeah they don't even give you lyrics in in a majority of the cases and i'm like how do you how, how i don't know i just i i always thought that i was not a type a person and i am <laughs> i yeah, guess yeah 
But the thing with theme songs specifically is that like they can be a little cheesy. Yeah. Because that's like the vibe of a theme song. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you don't need like some weird like Phineas Billy Eilish like really inventive new style yeah. for a theme song. You know, like I can use basic chord progressions and make it sound like catchy and end on like ba ba like how a theme song sounds. Do, do, do. <laughs> right. I can make I can end with the sports center thing. <laughs> and that's just like so that does make it easier. But the thing that you're forgetting about yourself personally is that you are a musician. So like sure. that that's why you wouldn't just throw oh yeah, make whatever you want. Yeah. Pe- people who ask me to make songs for them usually aren't musicians at all. True. So it's easier for them to just be like, Oh, you're a musician, I trust you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you what? have something to say do you are you waiting for me to say something i was waiting for you yeah oh no i don't really i you say something now oh you want me to say something yeah <laughs> um okay well <laughs> well what i was gonna say was i was thinking about Rhett and link and i've brought this up to you before but Rhett and link have talked about on their podcast ear biscuits they've talked about how they make such a good team creatively because Rhett is always like, I want to go to the next project. I have a million ideas. Let's start this. Let's start this. Let's start this. And Link is very much the perfectionist of the two of them. And he's like, no, we have to finish this. We have to perfect this. So when it comes to like videos with them, I know that Link is always heavily involved in like, like the precise final edits of a project where Rhett is like already like he's an ideas guy yeah he's like writing up the next idea for them all right and i you know i brought that up to you because i feel like the difference in like perfectionism kind of Mm. is prevalent between the two of us yeah i think it's 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 something that you see in a lot of partnerships i was listening to a podcast about food blogging and a woman talked about how she and her partner started their blog and they have a similar dynamic yeah yeah and i I think for us, you know, it's actually kind of weird because, you know, as much as you're the perfectionist, I'm the one that wants to, like, finish something and put it out. Mm. So I'm like, let's work on flip side. Let's finish flip side. Yeah. And you're like, well, let's just start another song. Well, and I have like, them both open at the same time. Yeah, I like to have multiple projects in parallel. I don't know why. So far, <laughs> none of none of this has, like, like we said, none of this has caused like a fight yeah. or anything. Mm. But it's definitely been something we've had to navigate Yeah, because, you know, I've, okay, my family is just fucking full of opinions, right? <laughs> and I know some of you are listening, but I don't care because it's goddamn true. They just always, they have something to say about everything. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a New York thing. I don't know if it's a family thing, mm-hmm. but that's the way they are. So, you know, I, I brought up to my dad, like, oh, I want to start helping Sarah with Sarah's Vegan Kitchen and like editing and trying to just like, you know, we want to make it, we want to build it more and I want to help. Yeah. And he's like, well, be careful working together because mm. it causes fights and you could break up. He, right. I don't know why I made him sound like that. He yeah. doesn't sound like that at all. But, and, and yes, it's true, but we've definitely felt that. Like we felt that tension and we still do. Yeah. And I don't know, but you know, I, I have to be honest. I don't think it's more tension than we experienced when you were working outside of the house all day. That's true. Well, because we were both so depressed about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> nice little uh, sipping noise. Sorry. Sorry. ASMR. Ooh. Might be a, a project we start. We want to start an ASMR, ASMR thing. ASMR. 
but yeah, for us, me working outside of the house was, it was so much worse, truly. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be stressed working on a project with you mm-hmm. than not be around you. Yeah. But that's how it is just for our relationship. Mm. I don't know. Where else does, like, this, my wanting to finish things and do things right away and you're kind of, like, wanting to sit on things, no pun intended, where... What? That didn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to think about that a little bit. I, I shouldn't have said no pun intended, but it was mm. more like no innuendo intended. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I mean. So you're saying I like to sit on things. You like to sit what? on me. <laughs> Cut this part out. It's disturbing <laughs> to the listeners. Okay. So where, like, where else does this come up? I'm, I'm struggling to... It, it's a work thing, right? But it's it's the... It's funny because most of our life is work because we're, well, this is another topic we were discussing is that Mm. we're people who want, we're making our hobbies our work. So there's really not much else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas some people, they go to their their jobs and then their weekends or their evenings are just like completely, uh, it's compartmentalized, you know, personal life and work. And for us, it's not quite that way. Yeah. When you work. By choice. When, yeah, when you work from home, actually not when you work from home, but when you work for yourself, I should say, Yes. there's no, there's no structure, mm. right? So we were talking to our friends about camping this weekend and they were like, let's just drive two and a half hours away. And I was like, I don't want to go that far. <laughs> and they were like, why? What else is there to do? And I'm like, yo, we don't have jobs where it's like you go from nine to five, yeah. Monday through Friday. Like Sarah could literally work all weekend if she chose to and i have done (laughs) yeah so there's no like what else is there to do like we work we work for ourselves there's always there's always work to be done there's always paper to be chased that is that's true (laughs) for sure but yeah i don't know i i (laughs) what i was gonna say paper to be chasing and then uh, because you said hoke earlier hoke oh is it the past tense of hike (laughs) yeah that's that's the official grammar Remember when I told you that the past tense of smite is smote? And I didn't believe you. But I was right. T-I-L. <laughs> today I learned the past tense of smite is smote. <laughs> Not smited or smiten. Okay. Should we wrap this up? Because. Really? I, I Well, I don't know. I, I'm failing to think of. Um, See, that? Th- th- here we are. You're like, oh, can't think of anything. Let's move on. Right, whereas persevere, man. Whereas we should we should really take a, a step back perseverance. and think <laughs> about how it affects our relationship. Sure. Well, <laughs> it's funny because on the other side, when you don't really care about something, you you are not good at making decisions. That's something I've learned. When I don't care about something? Yeah. So either you're 100% on and very opinionated and motivated with regard to something, or you're just like completely like whatever. So if like- I like that? Yeah. So I don't know. I Like if you don't have a specific thing that you want for dinner and I'm like, oh, what do you want for dinner? You're like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't have an opinion. But if I really want bolognese- Oh, yeah. that's the only thing I'll and eat. And then, then you'll be like, oh, I'm making this. Okay. Otherwise, everything that we make, everything, if you haven't particular, haven't selected a particular dish that you're like, all right, this is my thing. I have to make this. Mm-hmm. Every Everything we make is from my brain mm-hmm. or just improvised on the spot. That's true. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, whenever I whenever I decide I want to make something, I'm never you like set aside a date. Yeah, for like I'm making that on Sunday. Yeah, I, I'll never <laughs> be like, oh yeah, I think I'll just make chili tonight. Mm. I'm like I'm making chili on Sunday, and I'm buying <laughs> Stone IPA because that's the beer I like to drink when I make chili. And yeah. I like to put some in the chili. He's also a creature of habit, this one. Yeah, what is, what the hell is that? What, <laughs> what is that part of my personality? That's so weird. Yeah. Is it weird to you? Uh, no, I mean, it's not weirder than any other idiosyncrasy. Yeah, it's very, like, uh, neurotic. You right? are neurotic. That's, thanks, mom. <laughs> that comes from my mother's side, I would say. <laughs> I was like, wait, your mom calls you neurotic, but you meant yeah. That's yeah. a yes. Thank you for the genes. Right. So, okay. Well, here's here's a good here's a good last thing to talk about, and this is what the whole episode I've been thinking. There's one part of this conversation I'm missing, and I want to bring up, but I can't remember what the hell it is. Mm-hmm. It's because we haven't been sleeping, and that is where did this come from for both of us? Like, why are we like this? Oh yeah. Do you know for yourself? Why am I like this? You know, I could I could take a guess. I could put on my little Freudian hat. Mm. My little Freudian hat. That's a great <laughs> band name. It's like my morning jacket's going on tour with my little Freudian hat. Um, I mean, I would just guess that, like, I did not live in a predictable environment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's hard to explain. I feel that I was very much it's weird i was on on one on one hand very sheltered and on the other hand very much left my own devices when it came to you know entertaining myself as a child like deciding what i was gonna do like i don't know i feel like i just i have a lot of distrust Mm. like i haven't been given many reasons to trust people and when i can control everything it it alleviates some of that anxiety. And I think that's why in the past, the way I deal with it is in a much more extreme way was just by not interacting with people, right? Yeah. So it's like that's 100% control of your environment when you don't let other people in and then you move a little further and you're like, okay, well, I'll let you in, but I have to control all the circumstances. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I would guess that's why. Now, can you answer the question of why I'm the way I am? Because I don't know. Is it because I was spoiled? So I just want, <laughs> I like just want to give myself the things I want when I want them. Does that come from just being a spoiled child? I don't know. I don't know either. Do you feel, do you feel that you were spoiled? I feel like I was, I was like, how do I, I was like positively spoiled. You know, like I didn't just get anything I wanted, but you know, like, my dad would be like yeah save up for you want you want to play bass in a band you need a bass save up for that $200 bass you want right and i'm like okay and i would i would paint i would like um i would like spray the weeds in the backyard mm-hmm. between like the stones right i would clean the pool and my dad would give me money for it right so it was like he was teaching me like what work was mm-hmm. right and then once I worked hard enough and I had like I had like 125 bucks saved up, my dad would be like, here's 75 bucks, go buy the base. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why? Like, I ha- I'm not done working. You know, he's like, you want to do this, 
he was very much in support of my creativity. Right. So he's like, I'll pay for the rest of it. Like, just clean the pool for free the next few times or something to make it up, you know? Mm -hmm. And he helped me kind of get what I wanted sooner Mm -hmm. so I could pursue the things I wanted to pursue. Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe that's why when I say spoiled, I'm like, that's like kind of spoiling me, but he's not, he didn't just buy me whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I think what is important is and I think this is a good thing is that you raise your child with the belief that they can have the things they want, mm-hmm. not that they're necessarily entitled to it immediately, but that it's possible to attain it. I think it's very damaging when I to, to be told like flat out, oh that's too expensive and there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's uh, a lot of the rhetoric I was exposed to. When I recount my experiences like that out loud, it really makes me think like how, in my opinion, how good of a job parenting that is, Uh. right? Because it taught me that like, I can get the things I want, I'm worth it, but I also have to work for it. Mm -hmm. It, It's not like, it's not like a, they're not opposites, right? It's not like either side of the coin where it's like, you can't have that or like, you could have whatever you want. Right. It's like, you, yeah, you can get it, but like, you have to work. And then you can get yeah. it. It's a slider too, because then it's a matter of, you know, how much do you, uh, how much do you believe that you are supposed to work for something? Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I believe, I don't know, I've just been, it's very drilled into my psyche that everything has to be so much work. Yeah. Like for example, the, um, this brand deal that I mentioned at the start of the episode they had approached me originally asking for uh, a, just a few deliverables. And they asked me, you know, what, what would your price be? What would your rate be? What, what, what's a deliverable? Deliverables, like what, what assets they're asking for for me. So in this case, they approached me wanting a YouTube video about five minutes, at least five minutes at least. And then like a 30 second little uh, snippet for them to promote the video with. And then uh, three to five images and like a, a story share on Instagram. So they had this list of things and they're like, what's your rate? And that's I freak out because I hate talking about money, which needs to be a future episode. Um, mm. So I'm freaking out. It takes me like a full day to decide like what I'm going to ask for. And I, and I get comfortable asking for like a bigger amount than I'm used to. But then I like feel this compulsion to add in all of these extra, like all this extra work to feel like I deserve it. Whereas I could have, I could have like thrown out the rate for just the things that they asked for. I was like, Oh, I'll throw in a a blog post and like a Pinterest image and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) And, and this does have, do you, sorry, do you have more? No, well, I was trying to remember why I brought that up, but it was because you were talking about, you know, how you raise a kid to know that, you know, this amount of work is yeah. is worth this type of reward. And like you said, maybe this should be like our next episode about how we were raised with, you know, like with our, like the, the money mindset, basically. Which goes so much further than money, you know? It really does. It really, it, it tells a lot about your relationships too, I think, because money your relationship with money is like your relationship with your your self your sense of worth you know and what you deserve and what you'll stand for Mm -hmm. and that is reflected in the relationships you have too yeah yep and you know i won't get into it because we should talk about this on another episode 
but like because of what i just described and like how it was raised from a money perspective it's like i have no problem asking for money and Mm. you know you're like well okay i'm gonna ask them for this amount of money which is like more than you might have used to ask for because you feel more comfortable asking for x amount Mm. and i'm still like no ask for 20 percent more than that (laughs) and you're like no (laughs) yeah well it's like on the one hand it's important to know your worth and on the other it's i think it's it can be damaging to like with any type of progress i think it can be a little bit damaging to uh progress too fast yeah right because if you're asking for something that you're in your gut you are not entirely sure you're worth like i feel like it would add all sorts of layers of anxiety to the project but and in this in this particular instance it's like a business thing and there are business things you want to avoid and Mm -hmm. and whatnot yeah but that'll be a future episode for sure right i had one last thing do you have anything else to say Mm -mm. i had one last like kind of um not an anecdote but kind of like a a way that this dynamic has played out in our relationship so back to us trying to find a way to work together every time we like have a like an idea i'm like okay we need to go well not lately but in the past i'm like okay let's go on a coffee date let's sit at the coffee shop let's but each of us has a google doc and a, and a notepad and we're writing down the, these like organized lists of like all the steps involved and uh who's in charge of what thing like i really and i and also like i really need to discuss those things as well like in person and um, I feel that you're you're much more like, oh, let's just dive in and, and figure out how it is on the way. Hmm. So like, you know, for example, you're editing a video and I was also working on something, but because it was the first video you had edited for me of that kind, you had to keep, you had to ask for some advice or Tips. like, yeah. So I was stopping what I was doing to answer the questions and like for me like i always want like in my ideal world there would have been like a separate session like where there was no deadline or or time pressure where i was like here's how i do it like let's you know do you know what i'm saying yeah like i'm gonna i'm gonna a training session yeah literally a training session yeah yeah and i'm like i mean i i do work well with that that would have been fine Mm -hmm. but yeah, I am very much like, no, I'll just start and then I'll figure it out as you go along and you can show me. I don't know, for some reason in my brain, it works better for me to yeah, just do it and learn learn by doing. I'm very much like that. Yeah. Well, I it, it's just a need for me to discuss things to some extent ahead of time. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, I, I hate to be interrupted while I'm working. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that process of like uh, answering like that process of discovering things on the fly like it works for me like troubleshooting individually when i'm working alone but like as a team it it feels confusing to me and this is this is another interesting thing about like working for yourself yeah and not for someone else oh yeah or something you know like this is this is random but you know you started for like a week you clocked all your hours that you actually worked on your stuff and one day you worked like six hours and you were like oh my god that was only six hours like total Mm. that felt like forever 
and you were like, how do people work for eight hours or eight or nine hours at work every single day? Mm. And I'm like, well, no one does, right? People like, I mean, yes, some people do. But for the most part, people are like, yeah, they work like, you know, two thirds of the day and the other third of the day, they're like, I don't know, kind of fucking off at work. Like that's just On Facebook. Yeah. Like that's what eight hour shifts do. You're not supposed to work that long. Like you can't be productive for eight straight hours. Yeah. You know, you're just, your brain just doesn't do that yes mm-hmm. there there are obviously exceptions but i feel like if you're highly driven and like motivated with i don't know you know i mean that's why during this pandemic a lot of people are working from home now and they're like i keep finishing my work in four hours <laughs> yeah like, why am i at work eight hours a day right when i could just do four hours and then play video games yeah i hope that works out positively for people though i hope it's not hope like it a, a company's excuse to like bring people back in a like a part-time capacity so they don't have to give benefits benefits and all that that, that would, would suck would be a bummer and that's why i wish insurance wasn't privatized <laughs> that is a conversation we will never have on the podcast <laughs> right 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 uh, i don't know enough about it politics stress me out you know yeah truly stressful. so um we want to wrap it up i want to bring it to a positive place however mm-hmm. because i feel like not that we not that it has been a bummer or anything but it's a you know it's a stressful i feel like a lot of the conversations we'll be having about relationships are gonna kind of be like that yeah but i mean the positive is that all this is a it's a good thing to me you know like we're figuring out how what's best for our relationship and how to make these things work Hmm. and we keep being happier and happier i think yeah after struggling through these things yeah i think as you just being committed to working through that is important mm-hmm. um it's funny because i'm thinking it's it's six thirty ish right now is it really mm-hmm. and i'm thinking wow. like what should we make for dinner and then i remember that we had talked about making some vegan hamburger helper because impossible meat is now available at stores and i remembered that <laughs> something i do quite often is i'll buy all the ingredients for a a, a particular dish. dish i like i'm overwhelmed all the time by ideas i like i'm like a hummingbird that's my brain mm. so i just get excited by so many things and i have trouble seeing things through anyway quite often i'll buy the ingredients for a specific dish i'll be like oh i'm making this dish on this day and then that day rolls around and then like i just don't i feel stressed or i want to keep working or just something makes it like not the perfect conditions and i'm like okay not doing it whereas you'd be like you know you just set like aside said, the time and you're I'm like i'm making chili I'm doing on sunday it. yeah and like because i know your personality i always count on that mm. right and you don't so it's just interesting because i don't want to make hamburger hell for now <laughs> well are we gonna make it and bring you camping tomorrow Oh, fuck. I forgot we're going camping. You forgot already? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How did you? That's the loudest you've literally ever been on the podcast. Uh, well, here, you know, the reason I forgot is because earlier today we were thinking of just postponing it. Mm-hmm. And then these boys, they they come back around these boys. and they're like, please, I'm sorry. Take us back. Well, we'll camp. <laughs> we'll camp somewhere half half as far away and it'll be it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm devastated. Um, Baby, we literally don't have to go. All right. Well, I'll, <laughs> will I see you guys next week or will we be canceling the podcast because we're going to break up on a camping trip? Hopefully, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week <laughs> after you rate and review on iTunes. <laughs> uh, we love you for it. 
and we're definitely not going to let a camping trip break us up. I love you, honey. Love you. Send us questions or uh, requests for future topics. Uh, what is life dude show at gmail.com. We love questions, especially in the relationship realm. Ask course. us questions about our, our relationship. Yeah. Just, or just see us, what happens. Tell us a, a silly or frustrating scenario you're dealing with in your relationship. And uh, we can chime in on it. Heck Not yeah. as gurus, but just as humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Love, love. I almost said love all you bitches. Love all <laughs> I was like, well, you do. I do, yes, but you're not bitches. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, fuck.